Hello, sassy humans. Welcome to episode 30 of The Sassy Truth. This week, we are talking about yet another macronutrient, the wonderful, the tasty, the keep you full forever, protein. So protein, like I said, is one of the three macronutrients. You have carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. So this week, we're digging into those proteins. Just a little side note, your micronutrients are your vitamins and your minerals. So we are focusing on those macronutrients for now. So next week, we'll be talking about fat. So look forward to that. First of all, protein. What the fuck is it? Why do we need it? Why does it always correlate with fitness? I feel like every place that has to do with fitness, you're just like, did you get your protein? Your trainer's always like, did you eat enough protein? And you're like, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) So protein, why do we need it? Well, for the most part, it builds and repairs your tissues. So your muscle, your bones, your skin, your cartilage, even your blood. It helps just build and repair all of those things. So that's why it correlates so much with working out. Because when you work out, you're actually putting like little tears in your muscles. And then by consuming protein after you work out, it's going to repair that tissue and build it up so it's even better and even stronger for next time you work out. That's why overtraining is bad, folks. Your muscles don't have time to recover and then you'll ruin everything. So anyway, (laughs) back to protein. Uh, It also does some really boring shit in in your body, like make enzymes, hormones, chemicals. Uh, It transports shit all around. You know, just those fun facts that we don't care about because we care about that muscle definition, right? (laughs) Uh, But it helps with all those things. So protein is important. That is the baseline. Now, a common question that I get a lot from clients or people who are new to the gym or just when I'm trying to enjoy a fucking dinner party and people are like, how much protein should I have at every meal? Um, (laughs) So don't ask your trainer that when they're outside of the gym at a dinner party. Um, For the baseline, like on average, what I tell people is you take your body weight in pounds and you multiply it by 0.8. And that's about how much protein you need per day. So for me personally, if I'm 155 pounds and I multiply 155 times 0.8, that gives me about 124 grams of protein per day. And now that can fluctuate based on, you know, the day. Maybe one day I feel like I need more carbs. I can cut the protein down a little bit. You know, you can absolutely play with it. It's definitely just a guideline. And yes, I did do that math before I started this podcast because there's no way in fuck I can do that math on the fly. Uh, 155 times 0.8. I don't think so. But now if you're someone who's trying to gain weight or gain a lot of muscle, maybe you're an athlete, maybe you're training for something, maybe you're just looking to just gain some weight. That's totally cool. The goal is not to always lose weight. Remember that, folks. Um, You can multiply by anywhere from like one to two grams Um, per pound of body weight. So two grams per pound of body weight would be extreme. Like you're putting on a ton of weight Um, or you have a protein absorbency issue. I'm not really sure about that one. But for me, I can do this math, 155 pounds, that's 155 grams of protein, which would be a lot. I would definitely be looking to gain some weight and gain some muscle um, in that situation for sure. But for me on average, and I probably stick to this in my normal everyday diet, about 124 grams of protein for me at 155 pounds. 
So you can do that easy math. There's a calculator on your phone. Man, technology is cool. So do that math. Figure out where your protein should be-ish. And if you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go off of how I feel. That's cool too. You don't need to count anything because math is hard. And the next topic here is about what kinds of proteins should you be eating? What are good sources of protein? Now, I've made a little list that I'm going to read off. We have meat, any sort of meat, poultry, beef, venison, moose, bear, elk. I don't know, whatever the fuck you can find. I accidentally ran over some ducks the other day. That's a good source of protein. If you were in my class last week, you heard me talk about it. I accidentally murdered an entire family of ducks. And (laughs) it's really bad. And I'm laughing about it because if I don't laugh about it, I kind of cry about it because I felt really, really bad. But they weren't like baby ducks. They were definitely teenage ducks. Like they were kind of on the in-between. So you were just like, oh, fucking teenagers. Get out of the fucking road. It was not my fault. Definitely not my fault. And the truck next to me smoked the other half of the family. So needless to say, the poppers had some duck for dinner. Uh, But yeah, you can have any sort of meat, fish, seafood, legumes, nuts, seeds, dairy products. There are plenty of options. Just be careful. Um, There's like those really, I don't want to call them clean sources of protein, but the ones that are just mostly protein, and that's going to be like your poultry, fish, your really lean meat, your lean beef, uh, like venison. Um, So that kind of stuff is going to be mostly protein. Where when you start to get into dairy products, then you're getting that protein-fat combo. So you want to be careful and look at your food labels or do a little bit of research. So not that there's anything wrong with eating dairy, but just so that you know, okay, this does have a lot of protein, but it also has a lot of fat. So just so you're aware in your diet that things can have a combination of macronutrients and it's not just 100% protein, eat this. Whereas like a chicken breast is pretty much going to be 100% protein. Um, Whereas if you have the skin on it, now you're getting a little bit more fat. So, but the skin is so crispy and delicious. And then your nuts and your seeds, you want to be careful because they can be really calorically dense because they have a lot of fat as well. So like for me, someone who likes to eat just tablespoons and tablespoons of peanut butter, I have to be careful because for me, that would be a lot of calories to eat four tablespoons of peanut butter. And I think on average, peanut butter is probably seven grams of protein per serving. So per two tablespoons, which is 190 calories, I'm only looking at seven grams of protein. So really, that's not like the greatest source of just protein. It's definitely a good thing to fill you up because it would have a protein and fat in it. So all of your nuts and seeds, you just want to be and some other dairy products. Um, like uh, cottage cheese is usually pretty good. It's pretty high in protein, uh, but it does have some fat. You can get fat-free, but honestly, fat-free cottage cheese tastes like shit. It just tastes like shit. I like the full at least 2% fat cottage cheese because, man, don't have fat in it. It tastes nasty. Uh, seafood and fish are usually uh, pretty clean proteins. You can have a little bit fattier fish, like a salmon would have a little bit more fat in it. But it's such good fat, like your omega-3s and stuff. Just delicious. Anyway, just do your research on your protein. So when you're looking to come up with those protein sources to hit your macronutrients, if you're eating all peanut butter as your protein source, you're going to end up spiking all of your fat macronutrient, and you're not going to be able to get your fats from anywhere else. 
Um, and it's going to be um, a lot of calories as well if you're just scooping out tablespoons of peanut butter. Now, when it comes to supplementing protein, this is where things can get interesting. For the most part, the average person, um, I don't mean to call you all average, <laughs> but this includes me as well. Anyone, the average person just doesn't even really need to supplement if they're getting it from their food. So if you're eating you know, breakfast before you work out, you eat lunch after you work out, odds are you don't need that extra protein shake in there. It's a bunch of bullshit that you need to eat, you know, within or consume protein within 30 minutes of your workout. Honestly, unless you're doing like two a days or you're a professional athlete or a college athlete, it's, it's not necessary. Now, if you're like, okay, I ate breakfast, I worked out, and now I have to run a bunch of errands or get my kids or go to work and I don't have time to eat a real meal, that is when you supplement in protein powder. And you just want to be really cautious when picking your protein powders because there can be a lot of crap in that ingredient label. So if you're looking at your protein powder, honestly, you don't want it to be any more than like four or five ingredients. So look at it. You probably want, depending on what kind you're doing, most common is whey protein, which is going to come um, as from an animal source like um, milk or whatever. Uh, that's going to be your whey protein. But they also have like pea protein, um, hemp protein. Fuck, they have grasshopper protein. Like literally dehydrated grasshoppers that have been ground up into a protein powder. That is a real thing, folks. You can really do that. And they're actually really high in protein, grasshoppers. Um, so, you know, if you find one in your fucking lawn, you can just scoop that baby up and eat it. And then we can no longer be friends. But <laughs> just kidding. Send me a video because I want to see. Um, you can also do collagen peptides. That's probably going to be your cleanest source for a protein powder. So, because a lot of your other protein powders, whether it's whey or soy or hemp or you know, whatever the fuck it is, it's going to also have maybe stevia in there as a sweetener or um, some sort of artificial sweetener or whatever. It could have, um, I don't know, I don't have a protein in front of me, but you know, it has shit in it. So just pay attention. Read, read the label, people. Read. Read the label. But your collagen peptides, now those are usually flavorless. So they just kind of, you can mix them into your coffee, your smoothie, your yogurt, whatever. Um, and that's going to be a pretty clean source of protein. But you're also going to get the benefits of the collagen, which helps with your immune system, bone density, hair, skin, and nails. I know I talked about collagen peptides on the supplement episode, so feel free to check that one out if you'd like. So collagen peptides can be cool because they have multiple uses. So you're going to get a lot of protein from them, but it's going to help you in other areas as well. And then another thing people ask me about are BCAAs, which stands for branch chain amino acids. So you have all sorts of different kinds of amino acids, literally a ton, and then I can't name them all, so I'm not going to. You would be bored, very, very bored. Let's just say that. But anyway, amino acids are just proteins that have been broken down. So when people are like, should I take BCAAs? Should I do this? Should I do that? Um, you totally can. They're usually, like I said, just like your protein powders, you want a clean, clean um, BCAA product. But it's amino acids are just proteins that have been broken down so that when you drink them, it's usually a powder. You shake it up in a little water bottle. 
and you drink them, your body doesn't have to spend as much time digesting them. It can just go ahead and send those amino acids out to your body to help repair your muscles quicker so so you recover faster from your workouts and all that jazz. So are any of the supplements necessary if you're getting them all from food? No, you can get all of these things from your food, but supplements are nice for when you're on the go or you just feel like you're lacking in one area. Like if you're a vegetarian, maybe you're having a hard time getting in, you know, meat and fish, you know, hard, you're not going to get that in. Um, you're having a hard time getting your protein in from legumes and nuts and seeds and maybe you're vegan so you're not having dairy. So when you have those restrictions in your diet, you could use supplements to help you get there. Um, so just like I said, read your food labels, really pay attention to those kinds of things and eat some protein because it's going to help repair your muscles to make you really strong so that next time you come into one of my sessions, you can lift heavy weights and be awesome. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. And then maybe you learned a thing or two about protein. And next week we will talk about fat. So see you all later. Thanks for listening.